Welcome to Underground Magnolia Podcast, Elevated Entertainment with me, the one and only Desiree Valdo in the whole wide world. Today's podcast is all about Ella's Eve Cosmetics, an e-commerce makeup brand founded by sisters Melissa Polanco and Lisa Martinez. Polanco and Martinez are proud Latinas repping their Dominican heritage in an industry that's popping more and more with beauty brands by women of color for women of color. The company featured in Hip Latina, USA Today, and Pop Sugar was built on being intentional about providing inclusive products while promoting self-love. Both sisters struggled with self-esteem growing up and have since learned to love themselves through a variety of issues including being Latinas in a world often caught up in standards of beauty stereotyping. I caught up with Polanco to discuss the newish company that's based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Polanco gives it up about how she and her sister, with no business or beauty background, launched Alice Eve and what it takes to keep it going. Additionally, we discuss the importance of brands like hers, her star products, and the significance of National Hispanic American Heritage Month, which is September 15th through October 15th. Let's kick things off from the beginning and find out how Alice Eve Cosmetics got its start. My name is Melissa Polanco, and we started LSD Cosmetics because we saw this lack of representation in the beauty industry for brands that are founded by women or women of color, for that matter. And also, we both struggled with confidence and learning to love ourselves, and we wanted to create this brand where we celebrated diversity and be as, as inclusive as we can, but also promoting self-love and confidence and empowering other women because we just wanted to create this beauty community that's not just about makeup, but it's also about empowering other people. And where does the name come from, Ella's Eve Cosmetics? So the name, when we were coming up with the name, so we have two nieces and they're like the apple of our eyes. (laughs) And so her, one of the oldest names is Luella. And then the youngest one is Evelyn. So we just took Ella and Evie, and then we just put it like Ella's Eve. So that's how the name came about to be. But it also means, because we, I said we're trying to create this beauty community where we support women and just empower them. So it's Ella's Eve, meaning make it your Eve, make it your moment, make it your night. If you're going to interview or a date or just make it your moment to shine. And people have also pointed out, and this was not intentionally, but we love that it is. We are bilingual, so we speak Spanish and English. So people, when they read it, they read it as ella se ve, which means she looks herself in Spanish. So I think that's just like fit it quite well. And I love that, that it also represents that. You guys are Latinas and you yeah. are from the Dominican Republic. Now that there are so many beauty brands that are now saying we're for women of color, we're for people of color, how do you Mm -hmm. guys stand out from this new pack of, fairly new pack of companies that are saying we're for women of color and we have 40 different shades 
Yeah. <laughs> I think for the past five years, like smaller indie beauty brands have been emerging and they're funded by women and women of color, which I think it's amazing. And, and we wanted to be part of that group community and industry as well. So that's why we created our brand. We are different in the sense that like, if you look at other brands that like, if you go to, I don't know, Q, um, not QVC, CVS or like a drugstore, Mm-hmm. And they have like limited shelving when it comes to like displaying their products. So they don't represent all skin tones or all diversity. So we're not a brick and mortar store, but we are an e-commerce store. So all of our products are online and are accessible and we can add as many products as we want to. Mind you that we are a smaller brand with limited resources. So we're not at that level where we can provide what we want to do in the future, but we're just starting off. So we are also Mm -hmm. different in the sense that we represent the everyday women. So if you look at other brands and you look at their feed and you look at their advertising and their marketing, it's always women that they represent this specific beauty standard that all women should look like this, like straight hair, super skinny. And there's nothing wrong with being like that, but there's also so much diversity when it comes to women that look in different ways. We all come in different shapes and different sizes. And I think we represent that of the everyday women and they can relate to us. So as an e-commerce cosmetic brand, how does that work? Because how do people find the right color for them if since they can't find you in a brick and mortar store? Yeah. So what we do on our website, we, we try to put as, like our models or our influencers or the people that we work with be as diverse as we can and mind you that we are small and we have limited resources so we do the best that we can at this point right now but we also go on our and our social media and we post pictures with people that are using our products from different diversity skin tones and all that so that's how we show the colors on our website so you guys are fairly new so what's been the response and if you can give me like some anecdotes of what people are saying about, about mm-hmm. your product. So we've been on business for a little over three years now. And when we first started, we went into this not knowing, not having a background in business or not having a background in cosmetology or anything makeup related. We just had a passion for makeup and we just had a passion for empowering other women. And we just we became entrepreneurs and we just learned as we go or as we went. And so the first year, as I mentioned, like I would struggle with confidence. And that's one of the reasons why we created the brand. Like I was not putting myself out there. So the first year, you know, it was like up and down. And then I started to put myself out there during the pandemic, like just showing my face on video and making videos and pictures and things like that, because people want to learn who the person is behind the brand. That's one thing that I learned that is very important when you have a brand. And so, you know, we've been doing pop-ups and just meeting people and meeting people within our community. And some people have say, oh, they're so proud of us because there's not a lot of Latino women. And it makes me feel like so like good when people say that because it makes me feel that I'm doing something right. And also we've been very thankful and grateful to have been mentioned in different publications like USA Today and Hip Latina and all that USA. And so it's been a good support that we have been receiving. Great. So how does your background in higher education and counseling and your sister's background in hospitality and recruitment, how did that help you with starting the business? 
well, I'll speak on my behalf. I'm not sure what my sister would say, but so my background in higher education, I also have a counseling education background. So that helped me in the sense of like how to connect with people and how to speak about confidence and empowerment and educate people about around that topic. So that's how I use my background and related to my business. Now, how did you, if you can concisely explain, I know it's been a journey, but for someone who doesn't, who didn't have a background in business and not necessarily a background in beauty products, how Mm -hmm. did you have the wherewithal and the support to start your own cosmetic company, becoming entrepreneurs? Yeah. Well, I would say that Google was my best friend this past three years. There's so much information out there. And then there's also local resources like your local business organization, like for smaller businesses. And then networking on Facebook has been amazing because networking through different Facebook groups, like women businesses and like little smaller groups like that. They get you to connect with people that are aware of, are more knowledgeable about business or are more knowledgeable about marketing and things like that. So uh, networking has been very helpful. Learning, taking classes, like marketing classes here and there have been very helpful. And then just learning the process on how to set up your own LLC and how to like, you know, things like that I learned through Google and through other people that have experience in the past to help me. And that's how I've learned so far. In regards to like the beauty mm-hmm. cosmetic part of it, I've always been, we both actually have been very obsessed about makeup and colors and things like that. So we connected with different manufacturing companies that would help us with that. And just, we learned the process through them too. So then how is your support system? Who do you turn to now that you are, your everything is, is on now. So who do you turn to when you have questions? Do you have a a support system that helps you? Yeah. Our family has always been very supportive and our friends and our partners as well. And also when I mentioned like networking, I have a couple of people that I do reach out to if I have questions or if I need help with something and they're being very supportive even still till this day. So that's been, you know, and I'm very, very grateful for that too. How did you come up with the funding to start your business? Well, it's self-funded. It's it's coming out of our pocket. Like when we first started, it came out of our pocket. So, and then we would bill as we go with revenue and things like that. We would invest the money that we would get from our revenue back into the company. So like so far, nothing has been put back into our own pockets because we keep putting everything back into the company because we want to be able to grow it to be able to make a difference, be able to make the difference that we want to be able to make. We've also applied for different grants and different pitch competitions like this this current year. We applied for a pitch competition just to showcase our brand back in February for an amount of $5,000 and we won. And then we pitched another, we participated in another pitching competition in April and we won that one. So there's so many resources available out there for smaller businesses and also specifically for like minority owned businesses and just 
being able to take advantage of this had been very good for us. Like it's helped us a lot, but it's so self-funded. So it's just making adjustments and then adding to the company. What would you say are the favorite products that you guys have created? What are the go-to products? So I love our matte like lipstick formula because first of all, I love lipsticks. Like when I go to buy makeup or beauty products, I always gravitate to lipsticks. And that's how we, when we started, when, when we launched our brand, it was just with five different shades of lipsticks. And so the matte formula is very, very comfy and non-drying because I hated when I would try other brands that are matte lipsticks that they would just dry your lips and make it look like a little raisin. And I was not like, I just did not like that. So my favorite is the matte liquid lipstick formula. Our red shade, it's our universal red shade. And a lot of people love that red shade lipstick. And then I would say also our palette because the theme about the palette, around the palette is about confidence and just reminding people that they have what it takes to be confident. Like it's it's within them. So that's why the shade have empowering names just so every time that they open up that palette and they take a color, it just says, oh, yeah, I'm powerful. Oh, I'm witty, like things like that. So those are my two ones that I would I love. And tell me about, I know you guys are from the Dominican Republic. So tell me how you guys came here and, and mm-hmm. settling down in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. Yeah, so we, our parents are Dominican. And I was actually born in New York. And then my brother and sister were born in Puerto Rico. But we moved back to the DR when I was like, I think like six, maybe. (laughs) I was like in third grade. I don't know if that's six, but so we were raised there up until I was 18, 19. And then I moved here to Grand Rapids because I wanted to come to Michigan for college. And that's how we came. So we've been in Michigan for the past, what, 18 years so far. And we love it. And when I started taking classes here as a college student, like I did struggle because it was a different environment and I was aware of the language, but I didn't practice it that much. And I was very self-conscious about taking a class and, and being able to understand what they wanted me to do or if I needed to present something. I just didn't like public speaking. So I struggled with that a lot during my college mm-hmm. education. but. You know, as you grow older, things change and then you get more accustomed to an environment and also you get more self-aware of your own self-consciousness. So it was a struggle, but the older you get, the more experience you get, you just learn how to adjust. And what advice would you give to young, anybody really, uh, women of color in particular about starting their own business? I would just say go for it. And I also say that even though if you do not have the specific background for something, as long as you have passion for it, and as long as you want this, you have a strong story or a strong message that you want to spread and you want to put the work for it, just go for it. Because you never know what's going to happen. And I think the worst thing that you can do is like, really want to do something and not do it because you're wondering what if like I'd rather just go for it and not do the what if because then I'm going to regret it and I don't want to have any regrets and I think like that's one thing that I tell people is just go for it and see what happens because you never know sometimes you learn 
about yourself when you put yourself out there and then you learn that, oh, I love doing this. I didn't know I was good at this. So just go for it. And there's so many different resources that they can look for and just connect with other people that are knowledgeable about something. They can help you gear towards the right direction. So my thing is for you to just go for it. So what are the pros and cons of working with your sister? And how many years apart are you guys? So I'm 36 and she's about, I'm four years older. It's going to be 32. Yeah. So we have very different views on things sometimes, you know, when family, it's, it's like a 50, 50, it goes up and down and runs in a while. But again, it's family and I'd rather be working with my sister than any somebody else. So it, we butt heads every once in a while, but we also understand each other and we also have the same views when it comes to where we want to take the brand, like the direction of the brand. But yeah, this is sister, sister love. <laughs> so do you handle some things and she handles other things? Are you guys try to, mm-hmm. uh, are you guys collab on the same thing? She likes doing, she's more like more behind the scenes because if you notice, I'm, I will be the one that you see the most of, which is kind of ironic right. because she's, She's like the most social one out of the both of us because I started to putting myself out there. Like I started to get comfortable. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And I kind of like doing it too. I like doing like videos and things like that. So I just do that. And then I do, she does customer service. She loves doing that. And then when it comes to like product development, that's both of us like trying to come up with what we're going to be doing next and things like that. And chipping and all that we do ourselves and our family helps us. So like, I love doing shipping too. I just love putting the products in the box, just sending that to the people that are supporting us. It's like my favorite thing. But yes, that's how we manage the company between the both of us. So this month is National Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. Uh, or Latinx Heritage Month. How do you feel about that and the importance of it? Yeah, I think it's amazing that people kind of, you know, take this time to support Latin-known businesses and just represent and just give us a space to tell our story. And this month, this whole month has been amazing because this is the month where we are the most busy with people wanting to learn more about us and hearing our story and just hearing about LLC and things like that. So I love, you know, that we have this space to be able to do that and for other smaller businesses to have the opportunity to do so because Sometimes, you know, the smaller businesses are the ones that are get hit the hardest. But when we have a specific amount of like the days, you know, that we're able to showcase who we are and represent who we are, I think that's just amazing for people to learn about us and educate people about the Latin heritage. Thanks, Melissa Polanco. What a great story about the entrepreneurial spirit. I wish you and Ellis Eve Cosmetics the best. And listeners, to get your glam on, go to ellasevecosmetics.com. That's ellasevecosmetics.com. From there, you'll be able to buy the brand's popular matte liquid lipsticks and more. Thanks again for listening, and a big thanks again to Melissa Polanco. information on this episode, please go to undergroundmagnolia.com. That's undergroundmagnolia.com. Just click on this show and all info will be there. 
While on my website, you will also see all of my podcast episodes, which can be heard wherever you listen to podcasts. So please listen, rate, and review them. Email me with anything at contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. Again, that's contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at UMPodcastDV. Again, that's UMPodcastDV. Till next time, this is Desiree Avalto, the only Desiree Avalto on the planet. For Underground Magnolia Podcast, I'm out. Thank you.